the heart of this message, what to do when your heart is troubled is it's not about, you know, correcting people or disciplining people. Right. It's about the fact that Jesus sat with his friends. Yeah. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. That's so Believe good. in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, many mansions. If it, were, if it weren't so, would I have told you? I'm right. going to prepare a place for you. That's always been a go-to for funerals. Right. I had never read it in, in such a personal way. Right. And I think if you're listening, you know, God just wants to have that same conversation with you and just say, don't let your heart be troubled. Right. We believe that there is always more to God's Word and that if we dig a little deeper, we will find truth that will take us on a journey of amazing life change, a life of deeper hope, deeper truth, and deeper grace. Let's jump right in. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Deeper Grace Podcast. My name is Graham, and I'm here with the one and only... P-Dub, Pastor Wayne Murray. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing, P-G? Dude, it is beautiful outside today. I know. I love it. I went to the mall to get lunch. Yeah? The mall's not as pretty as outside, so I that has nothing agree. to do <laughs> You know it's going to be like in the 30s tomorrow, right? Because it's Indiana. Welcome. And then it'll be back in the 70s this weekend. Yeah, does it do it in the morning and then the afternoon thing, though? Nope. No? Next couple of days, it's going to be 30s and 40s pretty much all day. But this weekend, though. This weekend. Yes. Come on, it's Easter. Come on, somebody. You're supposed to, now here's my perfect Easter weekend. It's supposed to rain on Good Friday. It yeah. just feels right if it rains on Good Friday. <laughs> and it's super nice on Easter. That's how it's supposed to be. That's in my mind, you know. <laughs> let's let's make it real, right? Come okay. on, Jesus. Yeah. That's awesome. So this last Sunday, uh, part two, mm-hmm. what to do when your heart's troubled, right? Right. Uh, which you split originally because you just had so much good content. You couldn't do it all in one, right? Right. I'm learning not to give, <laughs> give it everything I got in one shot. You got to give people a reason to come back, right? Well, you're changing how I'm preaching because I like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's me, but it is a good concept, right? Right. We'll leave them a little cliffhanger at the end, right? Sure. Like they do with the Marvel movies. Well, and you get to, you get to go a little deeper. Right. You know, because if I would have shared both of those, what I shared in two messages, right. if I had shared that in one, I wouldn't have been able to go as deep as, right. as we were able to. So Right. And guess what? This is the deeper version of the deep. So we're about to take it like you got the deep end and then now we got a deeper, deep end. Yeah. You know you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know if that the exists. Deeper, deep. It's like the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Mariana's trench deep. That's where we're going. Okay. Anyway, so... uh. I got to be in sermon rehearsal, right? A little right. bit of sermon prep time. So sure. I got to hear some of the stuff that we didn't get to put in right. for the sake of time, for the right. sake of staying on track, for the sake of just, you know, moving it forward. Sure. Uh, so I want to go into some of those worlds today. Yeah. Uh, but first, to, let's summarize the message. In case I hadn't heard it, what, how would you summarize it in a couple, a couple sentences? The second part of the message is John 14, Jesus having a, a discussion with his disciples, his friends. Mm-hmm about to be the worst time of their life. Right. He's Jesus is going to die. He's going to leave them. Uh, they're going to question themselves. He knows that. He knows they're going to be scared out of their minds. He, they're going to be depressed, feeling all kinds of emotions. So he's helping them. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Mm. And then he and then he goes on to tell them how, uh, you know, in my father's house are many mansions. Focus on heaven. That's what we talked about the first week. And remember, I'm coming back. I'm going to prepare a place and I will come back to be with you. And so, we focus on the return of Jesus. That keeps our hearts from being troubled. So that was the first message. And then the the last two parts in, in the second part of the message was uh, 
the Bible, I think it's verse 14, the Bible says that Judas asks his Lord, why, why are you only revealing yourself to us and not to the world? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, was a question of, hey, aren't you here to take over? <laughs> so they were clearly, it was messing with them that clearly Jesus wasn't going to be a political leader. Right. He wasn't going to set up his kingdom right now. Right. Uh, Jesus said later, my kingdom is not of this world. And so um, if we're going to, our hearts are not going to be troubled, we've got to reset earthly expectations. Right. And I intentionally chose the word reset rather than lower because. Which you told me and corrected me. Well, my my (laughs) point is that, you know, it's not about expecting the worst out of people. Right. But resetting the fact that this world's not going to save me. There's no kingdom that's going to save me. There's no politician that's going to save me. And uh, I think, I think recently some of us have just gotten, we've gotten that out of focus right? and our hearts are troubled as a result because the election didn't go the way we wanted. We see a lot of things in government we are super concerned about. And guess what? I am too. There's a lot of stuff we should all be super concerned about. Absolutely. And my point that I made was that it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be involved. Right. It shouldn't, we should speak up. I was at the Indiana state house legislature yesterday testifying on behalf of a bill to say in the future, if there's an emergency declaration, churches should not be closed. 100%. So, I mean, we got to speak up. Right. That's what freedom of religion is all about. Uh, but at the same time, it's not that earth is not important. It's that the kingdom's more important. That's good. And so that, that seemed to resonate with everybody. And of course, the last part of the message was, you know, Thomas says to Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus says to them, hey, you know the way where I'm going. And Thomas says, time out, Jesus. I don't know where you're going. Can you give us the GPS? You know. I like I like when hold on, I like when you called him we shouldn't call him doubting Tom, we should call him honest Thomas. Honest Thomas. He just spoke <laughs> what was on his mind, you know. And that's just the truth. He's like, Hey, you know, you're talking right now and that sounds really good, but I don't know where you're going. You said I know where you're going. I don't know where you're going. I got no clue. And then Jesus responds, I am the way. That's good. The truth and the life. So the point is, if we want our hearts not to be troubled, we've got to lean into Jesus. Right. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. But I think comfort comes when I stick close to Jesus. And I do that when I pray. I do that when I worship. I do that when I read God's word. I do that when I pray in the spirit. When I, when I, when I just take time for that and recognize that, Hey, I'm a son. Right. I'm a daughter of the most high God. He loves me. Right. He's not going to leave me. I love what you said because uh, we pulled that clip for the to replay yeah. before service just because it was so good. Is is that idea of, you know, like it's not a checklist, you know. It's, right. I'm approaching as a son right. or a daughter. Right. Like just and the, the imagery you gave to that, though, on stage that Sunday, you know, with your sons growing right. up, that was awesome. Yeah, I've got two boys. Yep. So I, I asked them permission. I said, here's what I'm going to do. And so one of them came in the nine o'clock and the other one came up in the 11 o'clock. But, you know, I just had them come and sit on the platform on yeah. the front of the platform with me. I said, this is what prayer is. This is what reading the Bible is. This is what worship is. Mm. It's coming to your dad, allowing him to put his arm around you and having a conversation. speaking to so you. Good. And you know, that became really emotional <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became emotional for yeah everybody that was there. But but the that's movie. the relationship that God wants right. with us. Right. He doesn't want us to be checking off a list of religious duties right. and activities he wants us to know him personally yeah. and that's 
Yeah, that's what he wants. It's just easier, you know, as Christians, I think, to put it on it. We put everything else on a check. I'm a checklist person. Yeah, I don't know if I'm you a are. task person. I'm yeah. about here's my to do list, and right. then I feel good when I knock it all off. Yeah, you know? lists make me happy. Ooh, man, yeah. I love a good. Yeah, I have me, them everywhere. Me too. Um, I got them all. I, I mean, everywhere, and I just love the feeling of getting to strike it off, you know. Uh, and I think, I think that's what we've done with Jesus a lot. Is oh, had my Jesus time. Right. You know, had my had read my Bible. I did all the things. Um, so it's like, for example, I started a reading plan recently Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to read however many chapters a day to stay on task. Right. Uh, if I'm not careful, I get to making sure I hit the day, but I've been real careful and going, all right, God, if you're going to speak to me, it slows me down. I'm good with that. You know, cause I would rather talk with you than just read and not get anything. Exactly. You know, it's super good. That stuck out to me a lot. Yeah. I think it resonated with a lot of people actually though, for real. (laughs) I think so. You know, and for our community. Um, you know, I've lived here 23 years. Uh, our community has a lot of Catholic, Lutheran, liturgy-type background. Right. And so, you know, sometimes if, you're, if you grew up like that, it is, religion is right. a list, yep. a duty. and uh, Pain bittens, man. Well, that's, that's right. Man. You know, I did my deal. I did my thing. Yep. And that's just not what God wants. Yeah. You know? He's, I wouldn't want that. He revealed himself as father. That's, That's his favorite term about himself. Yeah. He's our father. Yeah. And and he loves us. We're sons and daughters. I think once powerful. we get that, it changes everything. Oh, yeah. It was powerful. If I ever write a book, it'll be called Sons and Daughters. I think that's the one thing. So uh, this is a good segue. So we talk about, uh, you talked about in rehearsal, mm-hmm. um, and we went into it a little bit, obviously, in the message. We couldn't go super deep because of all the theological aspect to it and all the, we could get lost, right? Right. And especially if we're, you know, got some Bible nerds listening to this, then you, you guys would do the same. Um, but this difference between the, a kingdom mentality or, or even, I know we talked about the already, not yet, but let's talk kingdom first is, you know, the kingdom mentality is sons and daughters, right? That's Correct. A, I mean, that's the way he wants it. Right. Uh, the earthly mentality is servant or, I mean, which is we still serve him, but I don't get to have that relationship kind of, you know what I mean? Like we mess it up. So mm-hmm. who am I? To, what am I? You know, and I feel like we do that because we feel like we don't deserve to have the sure the right way. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it goes back to the vision that we share uh, with people, we want people to know God, and in, in in Exodus, that's pictured in people coming out of Egypt, right? You know, so that's deliverance, that's salvation. <laughs> they went through the Red Sea, a great picture of water baptism, you know. When, so salvation is coming out of Egypt, coming out of sin, coming right. out of our old lifestyle, coming out of slavery, because right. whoever sins is a slave to sin. Yep. But then freedom is defined as no longer being a slave right and uh not just coming out of egypt but egypt coming out of you and i like to define that as you know thinking like sons instead of slaves that's good and so a kingdom mentality recognizes that i'm not a slave right i'm a son that's good now i owe god everything right and and in return for his love for me because i've been adopted Mm -hmm. by his grace into his family how do i return that kind of love i'm gonna serve right but I do it as a son. Right. You know, not as a slave. Right. Not because I expect some payment. Right. It's out of gratitude. Right. It's out of love. It's like I think about now uh, being older. You know, when you're younger, you just, your dad says things and you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but then you get older and you're like, he was right. And then you start, you have your own kids, you start thinking, wow, he was right. Right. And so it makes it to where now I'm, I'll do things for him. You know, uh, 
when we lived down there, I'd go cut his grass, just anything he needed. Right. Because of it's my dad, you know. Right. I've come to learn all that he's given to me. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like that's the mentality. You do it out of gratitude. Right. Instead not, of obligation. Not because I feel like I have to, mm-hmm. but because he's my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. awesome. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about it. Kingdom mentality. Okay. But I want to talk about the already, not yet. Because we, we went down it a lot in the rehearsal, right? Right. And then we cut um, it all out. We cut it all out. But we're giving it to you guys in the deeper the deeper world. Uh, so first of all, define what that is. I'm sure some people know. Sure. Define what it is. Break it down like I'm a fifth grader who needs to know. <laughs> yeah. And then let's talk about that and how it pertains to us here. Well, the context of the conversation, uh, Judas asked Jesus, why are you showing yourself to us and not to the world? They were expecting the kingdom of God to come right now. Mm. Uh, on Palm Sunday, they're waving the palm branches saying, Hosanna. Hosanna means save us now. They were expecting a king to take over. Right. To rule the world, to restore Israel to the top of the heap right. as the superpower of the world. And then even after Jesus is resurrected, he's about to ascend to heaven. They're still asking him, hey, Acts chapter one, verse six, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? They still don't get it, you know, that the kingdom is not yet. Right. And so here's the deal for us. What is what God has done for us is Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. So right. God's kingdom is in us. Mm-hmm. And so God, and, and that's where we came up with the phrase, I felt like God spoke to me as I was reading John 14, that God didn't, Jesus didn't come to fix broken, fix a broken world. Yeah. He came to fix broken people. So good. And so God's kingdom is at work in us. Right. But he, and he will fix a broken world in the future when right. he returns and sets up his kingdom upon the earth. But until then, this world is still ruled mm. by evil. Right. You know, first John chapter one, I think it's verse eight. You know, John said the whole world's under the control of the evil one. We have right. a hard time with that. Right. And understanding the world's always going to disappoint us. Right. We can't make sinners act like saints. We can't solve spiritual problems with political solutions. Right. It's just not going to happen. The kingdom yeah. is not yet. It's all re- it's right now already existing in me in and us. through you right. and in my heart. And but but it's not yet fully realized until Jesus returns. That's, that's good. That's the simple right uh, definition of already not yet right it's here in us right but it's not here in the world not yet not yet yeah. that's good the whole world is racing toward the end where right. the antichrist is going to rule right and and the bible says this the antichrist is a spirit right and that's already in the world and right. of course we see that happening every day right and so we are actually going the opposite way right of the kingdom right now right 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 we're heading toward a kingdom led by darkness right literally the whole world when the church is is taken out by by the rapture right and you you said something when we were in there and i just i had this thought because we were what we didn't want and what you didn't want it was to and and we on this podcast we don't want this is for people to think oh well the world's just going to garbage you know oh no you know what is it is but like you wanted a perspective shift you know right to where if it's going that way it just means we're getting closer Correct. You know what I mean? Versus freaking like um, you were talking about uh, and you mentioned it here just a minute ago. It's like no political power or or politician or something or government is going to usher in the kingdom. Right. It's not going to fix any spiritual issue. Right. And history shows that whenever people have tried to make that happen through government or edict. Right. It's bad for the church. Bad. Yeah. I mean, history has shown that time 
and time again. Right, and I agree with that too. And but we get all and there's a lot of people. I know. I mean, I'm from Alabama, Bible Belt. That's how they roll. They they were expecting it. Right. This is how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning that you know that's not how this works. And in fact, because it didn't work out that way, for me, I was like, this is good. This adds hope to me. Right. This is because it's not supposed to work out that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you mentioned it. I don't I think it was just in conversation. We weren't actually something you were going to preach. But I think a lot of it is and we were talking earlier about d- the dominion theory. Right. For, which is the opposite of the not yet dominion theology, dominion theology. Right. 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 It's the opposite of, 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 of already not yet already not yet. Right. Correct. So, and I don't know if it's the opposite. It's the <clears throat> it's the pendulum swinging too far. OK. Yeah. 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 It's, we've taken just a little. Right. Yeah. Out of balance. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's probably a lot of different theologies on this kingdom mindset and where it lives. There and, certainly are. Oh, man, I can yeah. imagine we could get in the weeds on all those. We could Google it and find Well, hundreds. just FYI, <laughs> because it, what Graham is saying is when we did the rehearsal, uh, we just cut out that part. We felt like it was probably too much for people to right. try to process. And so, but I'm determined I'm going to, we're going to come back and yes. revisit that because people, because we have to have. Right, we have to have our thinking right, right when it comes to right now and future. Right. So that uh, we'll do that. So get ready for already not yet a series. It's gonna be a good one sometime in the future. Oh man, and it's gonna and it was really good. The con the stuff was good. It's just we wanted to make sure we got it right and everything was nice and concise, right? <laughs> so, right. But you we we're talking about that. Yeah, concise was still forty minutes. I think it, hey, it, it was, was a little good. bit long. It so. didn't feel like forty minutes. Good. Um, there's a you know there's this balance right and being in the right the right frame and kingdom thinking and, and earthly thinking. And it was like, uh, what we didn't want and what, what we don't want people to do is, is get this, is get confused. Right. 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 We, we didn't want that to be the case. Right. Um, in general. And I think, and we were talking about the discussion was a lot of it comes. And the reason why we do swing this way is some of it is just not knowing what God's word says. Right, and I love that you said we lean in to Jesus, and you pulled your Bible out and said it's reading this. This is what His voice sounds like. Yeah, the Word was God. First yeah, John, uh, John chapter one. I right. thought that was really good because I personally just—I mean, with, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now mm-hmm. that is fixable if there's some biblical literacy, you know, going on. Like people just know, right, and they read their Bible. You can see and know the character of God and go, no, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> you know, right. I don't know. I just, that was the thought I had when we were talking about it in sermon rehearsal. A lot of this, um, imbalance, I feel like comes from just not knowing. Yeah. And we are far more biblically illiterate than we've ever been right. as a culture. And that that's is 4%. Death. Yeah. yeah. 4% have a biblical worldview. That's, that's horrible because that means we're going to be easily deceived, right? easily led astray. So if you're listening, Here's what you need to do. Read the Bible. Yeah. Read it. Learn it. Study it. It's it's going to be one of the best ways to grow, overcome everything you need. Speaking of that, we started a spiritual growth campaign right after Easter. Right. 40 Days with Jesus. And it's about getting in the book of John and getting to know Jesus. So, you know, highly recommend you jump in for that. We'll obviously take that deeper on here. Right. But you should definitely be a part of that. All right. So let's end it with this. Give us one thought, one, one quotable that... Maybe you didn't get to share it. Maybe you did. That you would leave us with that would just make us go, "Wow, that's great. I like that." No pressure. No pressure. And then you got to knock it out of the park on this one hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think at the end of the day, 
um, the heart of the message. You know, I, I was, this message came because I was just preaching what God was preaching to me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was reading John 14 several weeks ago, it just ministered to me, spoke to me personally. Then I heard a preacher say a few years ago, preach whatever God's preaching to you. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. So <laughs> I did that. And so for me, you know, my heart's been heavy. My heart's been troubled, just like most everybody listening. It's been yeah. a hard year. It's been one of the toughest years for us, mm-hmm. uh, leadership-wise. If you want to be unpopular, be a leader during a pandemic. Good. It's just really hard. You know, and people, people, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so the heart of this message, what to do when your heart is troubled, is it's not about, you know, correcting people or disciplining people. Right. It's about the fact that Jesus sat with his friends. Yeah. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. That's so good. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, many mansions. If it, were, if it weren't so, would I have told you? I'm right. going to prepare a place for you. That's always been a go-to for funerals. Right. I had never read it so, in light. such a personal way. Right. And I think if you're listening, you know, God just wants to have that same conversation with you and just say, don't let your heart be troubled. Right. Believe in God. Believe in me. Lean in. I'm going to go with you. I am the way. Right. I'm the truth. I'm the life. So stick with me. That's that's the heart of the message. Yeah. That's so good. So good. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Pastor, thank you thank for you. doing this. Um, we hope you guys are enjoying it. If you could, like it, subscribe to the podcast, share it on your social media. Uh, we're excited to be here where you're listening to your podcast. And tune in next week for the Deeper Grace podcast.